And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Episode 80 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey guys. Hey. Howdy. How you doing? Doing, doing. pretty good, yeah. Doing. Everyone, everyone have a good week? Yeah, I know you two did. Sure. Yeah. And it, it continues for me today. Does it? I see Hodgman <laughs> tonight. Oh, oh, nice. Very nice, sir. Go awesome. to that vacation land signing. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. It has been such a uh, entertainment filled week. That on Thursday, I realized, oh shit, Super Mario Odyssey is out tomorrow. There you go. Like, a Mario game mm-hmm. managed to sneak up on me. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of unheard of. Yeah. So this is our all Super Mario Odyssey episode. No. Indeed, no, yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. oh, wait. Oh. Fine. <laughs> I will say this. I keep reminding you guys, we do a comic book podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying it could be more. It could be. It's not gonna be, but it could be. It oh, could be oh. more. You can't keep up with what we do now. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're not wrong. <laughs> That's not the point, though. Hey, Brian. Yes. Don't bully James. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, it's still October. It's still October. I mean, that doesn't mean... You, that you can't bully Jins doesn't mean you can still bully Brian's. These are not binary states. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's one or the other. Really. Hey, hey, she gets eleven months. Give me, give me this one. <laughs> okay, fine, but only because it is the end, the end of, of October. Yes, all good things must come to their natural climax. Indeed. <laughs> sure. M- all, must come to their happy ending. Yes. <laughs> happy endings to you. Okay, well, this right. is doing nowhere fast. Nope. Do you do anything interesting other than knives? I know you've got a tight five on knives. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tight five, on knives. five fingers. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to respond to that one. Five fingers. Uh, you've got a good grip. Just don't squeeze too hard, uh, and that knife goes flying out and sticks into one of your children. <laughs> well, that went real dark, real fast. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I need to pay attention more often. Uh, no, nothing, nothing super okay. special. Just some. Just some average coolness, you know. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, I know Jen's got nothing this week. No. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> I ran a 5K yesterday. That was fun. Saturday. Because of course Saturday. Did. Yeah. It yeah. rained. It was very cold. Yesterday was Saturday. For us. Yeah. but there's <laughs> Not for anybody listening to this unless they're listening to it on a Sunday. Well, on any given Sunday. Yeah. Any given Sunday. <laughs> Although it was it was only yesterday specifically, so it was specifically what the the twenties, what whatever Eighth. day of the month, eighth, the twenty eighth. Yeah. Is that what yesterday was? I don't even we'll know. Go with Brian. Brian's yeah. the most likely yeah. to know what day He's of the right. week it is. I win. <laughs> hey, yeah. how sad is it that Brian's the most likely of us to know which day of the week it? Is? No, no bullying, Brian. <laughs> no, we don't bully Brian in October. 
you got, hey, you got three days left. Hey, Brian, November is coming. I know. <laughs> Winter is coming, yes. Uh, so I want to talk about some comics. Sure, let's do that. Cool. Good news, because we got a shit ton We of got a lot of comics. On the Wolverine, number 26, Orphans of X, part two. Indeed. Gabby's still the best part of this book. Yes. <laughs> Gabby uh, made uh, a, an indecent proposal to Beast in this one, She too. did indeed. She wanted to braid his fur. <laughs> that's that, not happening. That's never going to happen. <laughs> yes. I like how never Jonathan... Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. When she said we can braid Jonathan's fur together, Jonathan was like, what the fuck? Hold and on. Jonathan has a costume. He's he got a does. little Wolverine suit. It's so suit. cute. It's so cute. You I know, love he, it. Uh, you, you realize now that he said that's never going to happen, that so has to happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like the opening page of the next issue. Yep. <laughs> but imagine if he were still the uh, Grant Morrison beast. He had all that nice long face fur she could have braided. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. What else happens in here other than other than sleepover with Beast? Uh, well, we uh, we get some information from their mom. Wait a minute, Brian. Their mom? Yeah. That was last what? issue. Yes, it's I not know. spoilers now. I know. Yeah. I was trying to build suspense. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I should also go to airplane mode before my phone starts buzzing at me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That would be a good thing. Yeah. Let's do that. 80 episodes. We are professionals. <laughs> I, you, know what I, you know what I did love? I did love that, like... So there's a person being held captive, right? Docking. Yeah. Well, okay. I didn't know if we were going to say, and and he gets away, and it turns out he's like you know like two houses down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That was pretty great. That was, that That's was gunfire. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. Their mom's clearly a trap, right? Like, there's oh. no way it's not a trap. They've got eyes on the inside there. It's a trap. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, how they don't realize it's a trap is beyond me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite certain how that. I think, works. I'm pretty sure that Admiral Atbar was just sitting in the <laughs> corner with his fucking eyes bugging out. Like, ah, are you gonna make me say it? I don't. I shouldn't need to say it. Right now, we watch Brian flip back and forth between pages and what is riveting audio. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why you're well, waiting you're for me. You're the one who stopped. I was say, you stopped talking. You okay. were going, so Mr. I was like, I'm showrunner, come like, on. I'm talking about I want to say about this book. And uh, this was a good while book. I'm doing that. Apparently, no one else is speaking. So. <laughs> Sometimes I try to shut up and let other people talk. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, it was good. If you're not reading all new Wolverine, it is. It's it's the, it is the second part of the arc, and it's just continuing, and it's good, and you should be reading it. Yes. Yep. Did Did you guys hear that James Mangold and Craig Kyle, one of the co creators of X twenty three, are working on an X twenty three movie? I mean, I did hear that because I think you told me. I probably told you. <laughs> but otherwise I would not yeah. have, no. Yeah. Rhetorically, usually, hey, you guys, did you hear, means, hey, Brian, did you hear? Because if I'm that excited about something, I've, I've already You've already told Jim, yeah, I yeah. understand. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. And, and that's if he hasn't tweeted, you know, texted me about it. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Brian, yeah. did you hear who's going to be playing Shazam in the Shazam movie? <gasps> I think I did hear this, but I don't remember who Zachary was. Levi. Yes. <laughs> I don't know when Chuck <laughs> versus the Rock is happening, but Chuck, Chuck versus the Rock has to happen at some rock. point. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Yes. 
I'm yeah, so excited. I, I, that's perfectly that I'm 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 happy with that one. That yeah. works. Uh, he is he is charming enough to pull off playing a twelve <laughs> year old as an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's adorably goofy. Mm-hmm. So it works. Hey, Jin. Oh shit! We're gonna burn your four books. No, early. space them out. <laughs> I will. Hey, Jin. <laughs> okay. Amazing Spider-Man number seven ninety. Yeah. Um, this was very cool to look at. It was very cool to see Peter Parker on the receiving end of all the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing how he handles it, and it's not well. Um, he internalizes everything, which, of course, he does. He's Peter Parker. Yeah. And we have the return of his, his long-time secret nemesis who Dan Slott <laughs> introduced a while back and built as a foil for Peter, who... Had broken good and seems to have broken bad again. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I just want to know why everybody has to have the same costume, though. Well, um... <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh shit, is that Ock? No. No. Damn it. Um, because it makes it harder for Jameson to figure out which is the actual menace. Yeah. Aren't they all, though? Well, yes. Yeah. For Jameson, aren't they all? Yes. To be fair, both he and Doc are foils to Peter in Slots Run, so it makes yeah. some narrative. Except for except yeah. for Silk. Silk apparently is the only one that's not a menace for Jameson. Black Cat also does not have the same costume. Like we can we can run down the line and find some notable exceptions. No, no, it's specifically Silk. He he didn't have a problem with her. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 enjoying. There's less system shock, I think, to me into seeing Peter back at nothing mm-hmm. than there was in the first issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm really digging this. I mean, it's Dan Slott on Spider Man, so how could you not, Brian? <laughs> oh, I, 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 oh, I'm sure I would enjoy it if I read it. Yeah. It's okay. You'll just it's have to good. pick up the strings. Um, yeah. yeah, I might well do that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If- if you're not reading Spider-Man, why? Yeah, uh, Brian. <laughs> it's good. Because I uh, might, but yeah, go no, back you to have it too many. I will. I will, you I have will too at many some books. point. Yeah, I will, I will at some point. I'll read it. It just uh, can't be a, a part of my weekly. Yeah. Or you know, my weekly. That's totally fair. Thing. And I have a feeling that these are really, really good in trade. They are. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> You've got everything. You have like all Spider-Man. <laughs> all the dance slot stuff, all the solo dance slot stuff, which leaves like what, like six trades that aren't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. But although, like, real talk, once they started consistently correct collecting Spider-Man mm-hmm. in trade, there are only like four or five trades before he joined the bullpen. So most of what is most of what you can get that is actually a consistent run in order he worked on mm-hmm. like you can get 130 something issues of stan and you can get like 180 something issues of dan slot and everything in the middle is like catches catch can there you go so the important stuff right uh speaking of dan slot and good good books that you should be reading and should pick up and trade brian okay gin what silver surfer ended mm. oh, okay Never mind. You are not absolved from Silver Surfer. You started I, at the wrong place. Well, I okay. That's Marvel's fault, you, not yours. It was not good. Where I started was Where not. Where you started was a bad starting. It was a bad bad start bad place. Bad starting place, and that is on Marvel Editorial. 
renumbering everything. <laughs> Shocker. So it's like a 30-issue run, right. right? And right in the middle of the run mm-hmm. happened Secret Wars, which put everything at a new number one. Because, of course, it did. So I'm like, here, go ahead, jump on. And it wasn't where you wanted to jump on. It was like two issues from setting up the 50th anniversary of Silver Surfer issue. Yeah, like okay. in the middle of the whole run. Like, come in in the middle of the second act. That'll be a great place. <laughs> uh, I did a bad there. I told her to start reading the wrong issue, and now she won't read any more of it. And that's on me. But, Brian, it's not too late for you. It's not. It's Dan Slut's take on Doctor Who. And there were many, many tears in this last issue. Like, now, on I, my I, part. Not I actually this. do want to read one, one of the reasons, because I am Silver Server is one of the characters I probably know the least about. I mean, I just haven't read a lot of Silver well, Surfer. And I have another, and this is a good, there, there, it covers the history and it covers it quickly and it covers mm-hmm. it as you need it. That's actually kind of where, yeah. where that number one for Jen was, was kind of a history info dump. Yeah. Like the issue I had her jump on on was yeah. getting into the history of Zin La and. Yeah, well, and I was going to say, and understand when I say that, that doesn't mean like I don't know anything about Silver well, no. Surfer. Who, like, I've been reading comics, I, I, I know who it, every character is, yeah. damn near, but I, I just don't. Like you know him in the context right. of, hi, I'm the Herald of Galactus. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, that platonic ideal of the Silver Surfer. Of, of course, right, yeah. 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 The archetype, yes. Yeah. It's kind of a pun there, because P-L-A-T. Uh, yeah, and, I, I understand, yeah. yeah. So, um, P-L-A- okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going away now. Um, <laughs> anyway, good, good book. Has one of those Doctor Who endings that's both happy and makes you cry like a small child. There you go. More Russell T. Davies than Moffat. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that's fine. I don't want saying it out loud. <laughs> okay, moving on. Some book that someone else can talk about and not just me. Uh, Jughead, The Hunger. Ooh. Uh, I did not read the because it was a kind of it was a one shot. Yeah, they did like the Archie. I don't know if they actually called it pilot season or not, but they did kind of a series of pilot one shots for a bunch of books, Mm -hmm. and some of them, including The Hunger, got picked up as ongoings. I will have to go back and pick that up because this was really, really good. This was really, really good. I enjoyed this a lot. Um, Jughead's a werewolf. Jughead is a werewolf. And, and Betty Cooper is a werewolf hunter. Her whole family yes, is a descended. werewolf hunter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Long line of hunters, apparently. Yeah. What um, was her cousin's name in this? Bo. Bo. Yes. Yeah. Cousin Bo. This is my cousin, Bo Cooper. He's going to train you to fight werewolves, Archie. Alrighty. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 I think what I like the, I don't know, maybe the most, but one of the things I really liked about this was Jughead's internal struggles. Mm-hmm. Like, he does not want to be this thing. No. Right? Yeah. I like how they're trying to find him by staking out burger restaurants, too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, how else would you track prey. him? Right? No, yeah. that, that's how you do it, but that is, that is very funny. But yeah, but they are not. And I think one of the other things I like, and this is true of all of the Archie Horror stuff, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, this, uh, I'm sure Afterlife with Archie is the same way. They are not afraid to get pretty gruesome in oh, these no, things. Oh, no, they will go yeah. there. Oh, yeah. They will go there. In fact, this was probably the most tame of the three. Is it? I feel like it. Eh, well, yeah. It's well, also yeah, maybe. one issue in. Two yeah, counting. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, and it does have less twin cest than Afterlife with Archie. Okay. 
there's implicit twin cest in Afterlife with Archie. Okay. Is this yeah. a Cheryl thing or a... Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's well, a Cheryl and a Jason thing. Yeah, Cheryl, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, it's, it's more than implicit. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you really feel about it, Jim? <laughs> I don't... Like... There aren't there aren't many things that I'm like that I'm not like, well you do you and it's fine, but don't like don't <laughs> Don't do that thing. Some tea That's shade and so, pink lemonade. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Don't need that. That's Costco sized pink lemonade. Indeed. Uh, uh, the hunger very, very yeah. good. Yeah, and I I like how they're setting up the other characters in it too. Yeah. 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 Uh, I will say, I will say, there was a character who was introduced to. I'm like, okay, cool. She seems like a neat character. Oops. I. I... <laughs> hey, Jim. Hey. Don't get too attached to the new character who shows up in Befriends Jughead. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's... Just uh, save yourself a little disappointment there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I would. Uh, that doesn't go so well. Keep my attachment proportionate to her head's attachment to her body. <laughs> Yes. Short-lived. About yeah. about four or five pages, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I will probably go for trade for this only because... I agree. I probably the Archie will as well. horror books maintain a high quality and erratic publication dates. Yeah. Well, and we've also talk, we've talked about how... No. Nothing. Go away, computer. <laughs> uh, we talked about how horror books in particular do well go. in trade because of off. that because of that suspense that yeah. y- you need to keep up. Yeah. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Flash. Ah. Dun, dun. He won't save anybody. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about Not this with. Or after... We're going to talk about this one first, and buy time for Jen, who is currently trying to read The Merciless. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, hey. so this is a metal tie-in, and the first of a four-part four part crossover. crossover. With... It is Flash 33, yep. Justice League 32... Uh, Hal Jordan and Green Hal Lantern. Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps 32, Justice League 33. Yes, I think that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I know it's right, but thank of you. Of course you yes. do. Yeah, uh, it's all up here, Brian. <laughs> all up here. Okay, and in my database. <sighs> um, so this picks up directly from the end of Dark Knights Three. Three, yes. Which sees the Justice League kind of pick buddies. And go to different points where there's a certain frequency of dark matter scattered around Earth and the universe. And uh, who are our pairings here, Brian? We've got Wonder Woman and... And Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate. Yep. We've got uh, Green Lantern and Mr. Terrific. And whom do they have in tow? Uh, Plot Suit Man, Egg Form. Yes. (laughs) Eggman. His, and they are going to get the Chaos Emeralds. Yes. And they're going to stop that damned hedgehog once and for all. Yeah, absolutely. Goo 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 You have Aquaman and Deathstroke. That was my favorite. Oh my god. Aquaman, Aquaman fucking hates being with Deathstroke. 
He does not like. And Deathstroke is just like, yeah, this is going to cost you more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's his response when shit hits the fan. That's like, you're paying me extra now. He's just so nonplussed. And, uh, and then Flash and Steel. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I don't know when Steel's hammer became magic, but Steel's hammer uh, is magic, and that's uh, been a thing through metal. It makes sense; it works. And apparently, it's nth metal. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, like yeah, that's or what yeah. I got from it that it was or at least one of the one of the related yeah, like, metals. Oh, I don't uh, think uh, I don't uh, think it's explicitly nth metal. Was it not? Okay, because they're looking for nth metal to fight. Uh, okay, yeah, the maybe, Dark Knights, maybe not. but it is it is one of the reactive metals. Yeah, yeah one of the heavy metals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're off, they're searching the galaxy slash earth and the dark knights whisk away the justice league members to spoilers, I guess, but this is the setup for the arc. So like, yeah, yeah it's like the whole four. This is, thing, this is yeah. the bread and butter right here. Right. Bespoke torture bat caves. Bespoke torture. <laughs> Hey. Oh yeah, I'm listening. Each, <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> each of the four Justice League members in this Flash, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and Aquaman, Aquaman yeah. gets transported to a cave built by, I guess, their corresponding Dark Knight. Yes, mm. designed specifically to entrap and torture them. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and, so saw for supers. Yeah, okay. uh, there you go. Yes, okay. indeed. And uh, yeah, and apparently that's going to be the this this arc is is them battling their counterparts in these locations. Yeah, which just sounds absolutely delightful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait for the rest of this. Yeah, yeah. And if correct me if I'm wrong, I think the second one, the Justice League thirty six, thirty two. I'm sorry, yeah, 32. Yeah. So, not, no, no, not the next one. Like, the second Justice League one. The last one. Okay, 33. So, 33. Is the first Christopher Priest Justice no, League? Are you sure? I'm almost I positive. I thought it was, but... Mm, I'm pretty sure Priest's first one's in December, but I could be wrong. It's okay. been known to happen. You can fact check me. I'm, I might do that. Uh, okay. I can find the <laughs> um, Well, yeah. you fact check me. Uh, oh no! It's, I'm sorry. It's the yeah, 33 is Joshua Williamson. Yes. There you go. Okay, you're right. You are correct. So. Yeah. Trust me. I know when Priest is jumping on. I, board. I, I think I think you had the number right. I think it is 36. Okay. All right. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's yeah. where I got. I don't know. Anyway. Um. But yeah. And they did. They're doing this nice whole this this four issue crossover that has this nice uh big panoramic. Cover connecting panel, cover. connecting cover panel, yeah, which is going to be pretty. Yeah, I got the variant. So did you? Okay, yeah. Uh, we should talk about the Marcellus, but we're going to stall for time and talk about something else and come back to it. So Jane can talk about it too. <laughs> okay. I'm getting there. I'm Let's getting there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, hey Brian, yeah. What did you think of the Rough and Ready show number one? Um. E- it was this entire issue was kind of their backstory and setup, and like you really don't know what this is going to be until like literally the last panel is okay. You uh, here's what we're going to do now, and it kind of cuts right there. Mm-hmm. And so literally the whole thing is just kind of setup story. Okay, and which is not necessarily yeah. bad. And it and it's it's interesting to read, but I have no idea what that what this is really going to be about 
without having number two. So we're going to reserve judgment on it until we get number two and see what happens there. How very judicious of you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, the day has finally come. It has. It is a Cocktober miracle. Yeah. Da-da-da. We see something Brian and I have called for since the beginning <laughs> yes. of Rebirth. Teen Titans number 13 brings Imiko Queen into the book. It does. <laughs> and she wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> Which is just awesome. Um, yeah, so uh, the rest of the team, mm-hmm. the entire rest of the team, basically he's like, fine, you, you want, they all want Wally back. They yeah. all want Kid Flash back. He's like, fine, you want him? Go get him. Yeah. You want Starfire to leave? Fine. Da-da. And he's like taking off on his own like the team is still his. Like he makes statements like, no, I am the Teen Titans. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so he's like off on his own trying to recruit Emiko. And they're off trying to get Wally back. And like they're like doing these two completely different. Like they're not even the same te- part of the same no. team anymore. Yeah. Like I don't know how this is going to turn out. But well, it's. <laughs> what I like about this is it takes the thing that has been for the last few issues bothering me about this book okay which is damien's attitude yeah which i feel like has become more extreme since the first arc it absolutely has and actually gives it some sort of narrative purpose and drive and i think that's what it's been waiting for is this Uh, and it kind of got interrupted a little bit with the metal tie-in stuff right um, and well, and I, that that issue I actually thought. Oh, was I'm not great. saying it was yeah. bad. I'm just saying I think you know it, it, it got it pushed this out though by yeah. di- by having that. So I think this is what he's been driving toward. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think Emiko puts it best. Your dog is great. You seem like a lot to deal with. Hard pass. <laughs> Hard pass. That's adorable. Yes. Yeah. I just love, I love addressing Goliath as your dog. Your dog, yes. (laughs) Big red peanut loving poochie. Indeed. (laughs) Uh, But no, yeah, she's awesome. And uh, yeah, she is, she is so going to put him in his place. It's going to be so great. (laughs) And uh, this ends with them having maybe a little team up together to trace, chase down Onomatopoeia. Yeah, that's the other thing. Their villain that they're fighting is Onomatopoeia. Shit, Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Boom! <laughs> I love Onomatopoeia. She, she, she's fighting him earlier in the book. And she, she she like fires three arrows that like pin him to the wall. And mm-hmm. goes like, thwack, thwack, thwack. And she's like, all right, now are you done? Or do we need to continue this? Because I'm, I'm ready to bring the thwack. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, no, this is this is an excellent issue. It, it is yeah. uh, it, one of the more enjoyable in in the last few. Agree. Yeah, I, I like where this is headed yeah. at this point. Yep. All right, we've stalled as long as we can. Okay, that's fine. You're in the middle of it. How's how's the merciless going for you? Man, it's good. This is yeah. good. All this metal stuff is good, isn't it? It's, uh... it's that good, good Francis Manipul. Yeah, yeah. There is that. Yeah, that's oh killing me. It's beautiful. But I gotta say, the Bruce and Diana—that's weird. Uh, it's kind of ha- yeah, it's, it's kind of happened bef- weird. before. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but it's still weird. I uh, can y- accept y- that in con- yeah. in the continuity of the comics, it is weird. 
Yeah. Although alternate Earth, so whatever. But I did love the kind of, they're never going to say it or anything, but they clearly kind of like each other in the Justice League cartoon and Justice League Unlimited. Like the episode where she's turned into a pig and Batman (laughs) does karaoke for her. (laughs) Still weird, though. Yeah. I I, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind there are alternate Earths where that totally has to happen, right? I mean, that's, yeah. (laughs) Yes, obviously. That's what this one is saying. <laughs> well, I, I right. understand that. But right. I mean, that doesn't, that, my point is that doesn't come as a shock to anybody. That's, no. yeah. It's still on, weird. On, on, on some, on some, on at least one of the infinite earths that exist, yeah. Batman and Wonder Woman live happily ever after. That is, now that's <laughs> odd. That's, that's weird. What? <laughs> Batman being happy at all is just weird. That's weirder than him being with Wonder Woman. That's. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, okay. it is. Well, it is. You know. And uh, it, oh, to Jim, me, Jim got to the twist. Uh, yeah, no. To oh. me, okay. it's this is one of the the most believable. I, yes. I mean, I, okay, they're comic with superheroes. I understand that, but like the the thought behind how this happens yeah. and that he would have done this. I mean, it's a very brief yeah. thought, right? This weapon yeah. that the average person is corrupted by. I surely, can, I have I can do it. Yeah, yeah. I can control it. <laughs> I can touch well, this. Imagine right. that. Now I did his I, hubris. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, fall the fall of man. Yeah, right. Yeah. What what, what do the gods punish man for the most? Hubris. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. Did you happen to notice the two books that the, that the yes. crows were carrying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when when the bat when the Batman who laughs shows up, <laughs> one of the crows is carrying multiversity, and the other one <laughs> the other one is carrying how to destroy the universe for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. By the way, the Robins are the best. They are the they absolute really are. best. Slash <laughs> most terrifying. Yeah. yeah right. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I, again, I, we've I've said it. I don't know how many times they're just these are just fun books to read. I they like really them. are. I like them. I like them. We got two more of these. Yes, we've got the Doomsday. Yes, the Devastator. The Devastator, and we've got the Batman who laughs, which will be the last one. Yes. Yeah. It's good. It these is. are good, and, and and I can't say enough. I mean, it's manifold. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Uh, and we also, we, we haven't even mentioned kind of the thing that is the through line for this issue. Argus pulls together the heads of the U.S. military <laughs> and Task Force X oh, and yeah. the DEO and tries to sit them all down to put together some sort of plot. Because this is where we're at. We're going to have to work together or we're screwed. Yeah. So they're screwed. They're screwed. Because <laughs> Lord knows Sam Lane ain't working with nobody. No. Yeah. And Mr. Bojangles or whatever the head of the <laughs> DEO is called. Bojangles. Mr. Bojangle. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the guy's name, but Bojangle sounds like a good name for a bony man. Bones? The guy? The guy whose name is Bones? Yes. Oh, that's his name. His name is Bones. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were just calling him that. To no, be a his dick. name is Bones. So wait a minute. When I'm reading Bones' lines, should I be hearing Emily Deschanel's voice? Yeah, why not? Okay. If you want to. Uh, so, what? Mm, and I don't know who this character is. I don't know if it's an important character. But one of the uh, people who deliver the payload mm-hmm. is a chick in full-on astronaut garb and a cowboy hat. 
And boy, howdy, I do not ever want to see that look again. Like, I do not ever need that to happen. You don't want any more Space Cowboys? No! Jesus, no! Please! (laughs) (laughs) It is, like, don't. Like, you know how much bigger of a hat she had to buy to go over her cowl? Do you know? A lot bigger. A whole lot. A lot bigger. A whole lot. Mm -hmm. So like a 12-gallon hat? (laughs) (laughs) That's not how that works, by the way. (laughs) Rim size and... Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> By the way, Ooh, <laughs> rim, rim size. size. Oh my! <laughs> Where's Hawkman? <laughs> the outer rim. Yeah. <laughs> you sure it's not the inner rim? <laughs> That's where Shaira is. Oh, hey. Uh, yeah. You walked right into that one, Brian. Yeah. Yep. Sure did. Oh. Also, I'm not. I'm not through this yet. Um, is it safe to say that a certain character that I dislike from Wonder Woman is? So fucked up now. Uh oh oh, there's the end. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Jen. Is it safe to say that? No, I think he's 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 got a tough road ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I meant uh, one, could, one, one could only help. Right? Poor fella. <laughs> yeah. I love that our brand has become nothing but animus for Steve Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> Uh, Why would you like him? Though? I don't. I don't know. He's such a prick. Stop trying to make Steve tra- Steve happen. It's never gonna happen. No. Let let this. What let, yeah, let what is happening happen. in Batman the Merciless? Let uh, that happen. Let Bruce choke out Steve. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Maybe not kill him, but no. definitely like tote him around with a dog collar or something. No. Do some things. Let Bruce kill him. No. Kill Steve Trevor. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> it makes me feel bad, but then I'm like, well, he is just a comic book character. Mm-hmm. Yes, and let's, a bad one. Let's fridge Steve Trevor. Do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. Um, I'm still, all for that. I don't know. He, I, I still don't I, know. He, it, that 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 relation has never made sense to me. I'll be honest. No. With you. No. no. Yeah. So. <laughs> Detective Comics 967. <laughs> now. A little silence for our hmm. hatred of Steve Trevor. Let's, Let's um, bask, bask in our hatred. We, we, <laughs> we talked about how much we like the metal stuff, right? And, uh-huh. and that was that was fun. That was that was all well and good. And that is that's those are good stories. This is fucking phenomenal. So I'm going to return to a comment that I made like I don't know six months into Rebirth, and okay. everyone kind of harumphed me. Um. I think Detective Comics is the consistently better of the two main Batman books. Uh, uh, Overall quality, I would say. I would say that's true. I think Detective is the strongest. Now, Batman hits some high notes that are more jokes and rails. Yeah, sure. Chef's kiss. Yeah, but overall quality, this is the book that if I had to pick just a random issue of, I'd come back to every time. I would, I would not disagree with that. Yeah, because I, I, I would want to pick specific things in Batman. Yeah. Whereas Here, like this, every arc of this as an arc is has, just there's solid. None of them have been bad. Well, mm-hmm. Night of the Monster Man was a big crossover. Well, that was thing. the We're same. Not and that was, ba- that was in Batman too. Yeah, I know. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That was a big crossover thing that, that was both. So, yeah. Um, now, uh, I, this does have one other thing that, that, that I should point out. Ryan's quote of the week. Thanks, Jim. You're welcome. Um, Don't worry, and since I did, <laughs> since I did miss last week's, 
Um, I'm going to Briar's make up for that. Quotes of the week. I'm going to make up for that by quotes, quotes. no, no. It's just one, but okay. it's four pages long. Oh Jesus! No, I'm no. Totally no. I'm totally That's kidding. not making up that for was, anything. I'm no. Alex. I'm Jenna. Fuck this. <laughs> That was just to get the reaction. Oh, no. Rusty's come up. He thinks we're actually not bad. Rusty's like, no, no, make the news. Don't let him do two quotes that are four pages and 87,000 words. And come on. The dogs have learned the words that mean we're done. They really have. They're like, okay, it's time to go out now. Oh, that's beautiful because I got exactly the reaction I want. Oh, I thought Brian was going to say, that's beautiful because I need to pee. Oh. <laughs> No. Uh, so, so tiny um, little bladders. This Can't is not. This is not a spoiler. We, we, we know this tiny bladder. Yeah, this Weird has out. been a couple of issues that we've known this. So there's no spoiler. Tim Tim Drake is back. Yes, yes, and he has now been reunited with the team. And, and very shortly so after good. that, yeah, Batman. Batman says, "Let's get started." And Tim goes, "Okay." I'm going to need you all to take everything I say at face value. We don't have time to deal with implausibility. And Clayface goes, says the zombie to the clay monster. <laughs> and what is your second one? Oh, you want, yeah, I will do the other one. I'm going to give awesome you both. Yeah, awesome. I love that. I love that. So, uh, um, it's like Tim, you stored your nuts for winter. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, that, 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 that means that, you get to do no more until after the winter. Yeah, Tim, I thought Jin was laughing at Brian's nuts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Damn. Oh, uh, Tim and Tim we Lucas. don't bully Brian's. <laughs> I'm not Tim the one who was laughing at his nuts. I wasn't laughing at his nuts. No, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're trying to speak, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Okay. Tim and Lucas are talking, and Tim goes something. Uh, I, I love that, Luke. Uh, you know, he says, um, uh, you know, Luke says basically, you know, I, I've been working on this. I'm trying to figure this out. haven't been able to. I'd love to talk to you about, you know, what you've done sometime. And uh, he goes, yeah. He says, uh, I, lo- I love that, Luke. I'm glad they brought you on board. As for what brought me here, I-, I think I might be able to track this dude's temporal energy, but there are still a few Belfry subroutines I couldn't crack open while you were gone. I lost three computers trying. And Robin goes, yeah, I left a new few nasty grams in the system after my data center was compromised, but I can give you the magic cookie that ha- gives you access to everything. And Clayface looks at Cassandra and goes, I refuse to believe some of those words are real. <laughs> and Cassandra says, Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, I figured out Cassandra gives me, uh, there's just th- that one, that, that monotone kind of thing. It reminds me of Eleven from Stranger Things. <laughs> I should still watch that at some point. Yes, yes. you should. Yes. My favorite part of this issue is uh, the revelation that only one person ever actually knew what the team was fucking called, and it was Tim. <laughs> and it was Tim, yeah. <laughs> yes. The team. We just call it the team. It's like... I, I know it's kind of corny, but I've, I've always called the team got the Gotham Knights in my head. What did you guys call it while I was gone? We all look at each other. <laughs> the team? Well, they just kept calling it the team. <laughs> it sounded needlessly ominous. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And this, and this ends with future Tim versus present Robins and Batman and Alfred in the Batcave. Yeah. And uh, future Tim has a nasty grandma his own, huh? He does indeed. Holy shit! This is a big revelation. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call spoilers here just because I want to talk about how this lines up with some older shit and what it, and what it might mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So spoilers. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Uh. So future Tim has command of Brother Eye, or at least so he believes, mm-hmm. which. Right. 
did we did we we saw that in that Batwoman issue that flashed forward, right? We did. Yeah, yeah. we saw we saw that Brother Eye was a thing. Yes, but also if you go back to uh, Future's End, that book basically boiled down to Tim fighting Brother Eye. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So. That was a Tim that is still theoretically somewhere in the future of the the present of this book, but in the past of future Tim. To what degree these events would have been changed by what's going on in Rebirth is up in the air. Correct. The the point, I, I and I think one of the big takeaways from this is uh, it's been consistent enough that the future does seem to hold some sort yeah. of of Tim Drake. Fighting and and brother I existing, yes. Well, and all of that is what led to Tim being sent into the future of Batman Beyond to be Batman there, too. Like, right. all of this Tim, Batman, brother I stuff keeps coming back That's to, right. to coalesce again and again and right. again. Like, every time they think they may have changed it or altered yeah. it or made it not happen, it seems to come it back iterates. in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also interested to see now that Tim is back in the reality of this book, if Tim shows back up in Batman Beyond, because with Rebirth, as soon as Tim was taken off the table in Detective, Tim disappeared and nobody knew where he went in the future of Batman oh, Beyond. So interesting. I'm curious to see if he's back on the table there now. Yeah. And how all of that's affected. So. All right. Uh, in, interesting things in the in the world of Tim. Tim Tim's, yeah. Yeah. The world of Tim's. The world of Tim. <laughs> uh, what else we got? What else we got? Hey, some third party stuff. Hey, Jane. Hey, I read something. Ooh, yay! You read a couple of somethings. <laughs> Do you want to talk about dickish wizards or walruses? Oh, man, I love both things. I mean, you'll get to talk about both, which do you want to okay. do first. Um, let's do Dickish Wizards, since All that's right. brand new. Maestro's number one, which was really a last week book, but I forgot to grab it last week. So, meh, fuck it. Um, yeah, I read the preview for this, and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, the preview was the, the strip club scene. That's yeah. Uh, this is a book about <laughs> otherworldly wizards. Imagine why I like it. Um, if Sterling Archer were a wizard prince. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, I really like this book. Like, I really, really like this book. I don't know what else to say about it without, like, getting into weird spoiler things, I, mean, I guess. I mean, the know. general setup here is uh, the main character of this book is the son of a wizard king. Mm-hmm. And the wizard royal family's bloodline has been completely wiped out, except for him, because he has been exiled to Earth. Right. So they unexile his mother and send her to go find him. His mother being a human. Correct. Who apparently is the only magical human. Yeah. Or at least is the rare magical human. Yeah. 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 Um. So she goes and tracks him down to the strip club he's hanging out in. And he's getting by uh, selling favors to rich dicks. 
Yeah, um, so one thing you should definitely <laughs> expect, Happy Cocktober, uh, is a fucking giant penis on, like, the fifth page. To be fair, there's also a very small penis on that page, Yeah, too. it goes from micro to macro real fast. Oh, my. Um, Let me guess what favor he does. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, he does favors for big dicks. For rich dicks, anyway. Um, yeah, that was that was a little shocking. I was like, no, no. Yeah. But that led to the funniest line in the book. Jen's <laughs> quote of the week. Quote, quote. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> no, it was. Read the book <laughs> to find out. <laughs> Who has credit card debt needing paid off? <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, boy. But yeah, this is really good. And I definitely recommend going and getting it. Yes. Um, Just based on the first issue. And I never do that on the first issue, I don't yeah. think. Maybe well, a I'm few times? Rarely. rarely, 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 and usually when you do your own, they've been things like curse words, yeah, and which this has Rock a Candy very Mountain. similar Redneck. feel to curse words, but it is more tawdry. Yes. Okay. Oh, hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. 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 And and little kid William is definitely little kid Archer. Yes. Like one thousand percent. Yeah, that was what cemented the Archer parallel yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for him to start talking about his years playing rugby. <laughs> <laughs> Not rugby. Uh, lacrosse. lacrosse. Lacrosse, yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry, lacroix. 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 <laughs> All right. Hey, Jen. Yes. Want to talk about walruses? Sure. Yeah, let's Saga number 48. <laughs> um, the one shot. <laughs> So good. So I'm so happy to finally be reading a lot of Gus. Because um, he's the most adorable character in the whole book. Period. Mm-hmm. Dan and Dunn. Him and Frendo are my favorites. Yep. Um, he's savage. Lil Gus is savage. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody who is on that planet is pretty much starving because crops are failing. And Gus and Squire are having to go out and hunt for food. And it it's just so adorable seeing him be a father figure to Squire. Because, I don't know, it's, it's a tiny little seal guy. It's a little seal guy with a training a, uh, a TV little, head a, boy. A little computer boy. Nice. I can't, I can't, I, I read them for, I've got... I, I, Alex, Alex, back loved me big time. I got <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> so I, I, I bought the I bought the first saga trade and read it a couple couple two three weeks ago. And then I linked him to a buy two get one free sale on Barnes and Noble. <laughs> so I got and the other. Said, you can get the other six. I got the other six saga trades for like forty three bucks. Nice. Very yeah. So awesome. I'm like, nope, that I can't pass that up. So basically. I'm, when you get done with six, mm-hmm. don't read seven until you can read eight. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm saying that. Don't do it. Okay. Don't, don't read seven until you can read do eight. It. Don't. No. She's screwing mm-hmm. with no. you, Brian. Well, I, I, okay. Uh, uh, the rate that I get to read them, I, I'm sure that will be fine. Right. That, yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, okay. I'm serious. The best way to read seven is you have to then wait three months for any sense of closure. Also, there... No. Nope. No. <laughs> Don't do the thing. Trust me, you're going to want to pick it up immediately after so because I had to go reason, and then get the singles. For some reason, I'm going to trust Jen on this oh, one as opposed no. to yeah. Let me be very clear. I'm not saying you won't want to. <laughs> I'm saying it's best if you can't. 
Is this well, tantric? You know is this tantric saga? Is this? You know what? Wait a week. Wait a week. Try that. Okay. Just try. Just try to wait a week. So now I need to. I intentionally withheld <laughs> a news a item. I, in, <laughs> I intentionally withheld a news item from Jen this oh, week. Oh shit. Um, you you may want to turn down your own volume for your response mm, to this. Hold on. Two down to zero. Oh my god! Ah, I need them. <laughs> Little lion cat is so cute. All right, it's just, I'm just gonna be quiet from now on. These are um, these are these are all saga uh, funkos just uh, for the audience at home. This one's a hot topic exclusive. He is he is showing Jen all of the different um, saga funkos that will be coming out, and Jen is um, <clears throat> well, you can even with her mic off, you can hear how she's reacting. <laughs> I need all of this. Yeah, that that little squeal on uh, on, on the one was was what I was trying yeah. to save you from yourself on. Yeah, but I do all of them. Need yeah that lion cat. Uh, there are actually like, some lion cat variants too. Oh, there's fuck. a bloody one and a pink one. Well, I need them all. There's also a bloody version of the will. Ooh, yeah. is there a fat version of the will? <laughs> no. Oh, but I like fat will. Fat the will. <laughs> The will. <laughs> the will. I love it. Uh, okay. Is it still good? Is it? Yes. I'm I'm, I'm not asking you, Jen. I know. <laughs> Damn it, Jen. Right. I'll try to set this up so it's one you, one me, one you, one me, okay? It's whatever you need to do, man. Kim and Kim, Love is a Battlefield number four. Uh, the Kims kick ass and finally get a win. Okay. I was just like, because the first half of that is every book, but the yeah. second one is, yeah. Uh, Action Comics 990, Brian. Um, oh, God damn it. Damn, one line shit. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, uh, Superman's ready to be done with Mr. Oz, but John has other ideas. All right. Batman Beyond number 13. Uh, Bernard Chang, who normally draws the book, pulls double duty as writer for this issue, which is a one-shot seeing Terry team up with a couple of his villains. Hey, Brian. Yes. Batgirl number 16. Uh, We get uh, more uh, old story Batgirl and Robin, which is wonderful. And in modern day, they start unraveling the puzzle. Commandy Challenge number 10. We are suddenly reminded that this book actually does have an ongoing plot. <laughs> as Thanks, Commandy. Talking. I mean, he's not the only one who. I know. But... The book kind of lost the plot in the middle for a while, and it that's did. okay. It did. Uh, you interrupted the middle of my sentence. Yes, I did. As he finds <laughs> one of the people who we, the reader, had probably forgotten that he was looking for. Gotham City Garage number two, Brian. One, one could say he found two of the people he was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Gotham City Garage number two, Brian. Um, let's see. Kara learns more about how to operate in the real world. And Nightwing is a great character in this series. <laughs> All right. Mother Panic number 12. We learn something major about Violet's mom, and so does she. 
Justice League of America number seventeen, Brian. Um, okay, I, and and we you had mentioned I, I want to take a little bit more than just the one yes. sentence for this for a couple of reasons. One is uh, this is the last in the microverse arc. Um, which is them going to find the Adam, which uh, the original Adam, I should say, which is Ray Palmer, uh, which they do. Um, but I want to I want to step back for a quick second and talk about kind of what the 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 motivation behind this story was, which is there was some sort of puncture in the then like the super super microverse, like even small to the microverse, right? And it was generating this chain reaction that was starting to unravel and would eventually collapse and destroy all of reality, like even up to you know the the level of that the heroes normally operate in, um, and destroy all of reality. Um, and uh, Ray Palmer was in there trying to stop it, and. So Justice League of America shows up and, you know, they're obviously uh, there's a bad guy who's there and that whole thing. But aside from that, what I want to talk about is that they find out the purpose behind it. And I don't if you're going to read this book at sometimes I'm going to call spoilers for it right now. Give yourself like a minute and a half and jump forward. Okay. Yeah. Because this won't take long. What they discover when they do this is that um, what has punctured through, if they map it out and look at it... Is Dr. Manhattan's penis. No, <laughs> it is a giant <laughs> blue hand that has punctured through like it's at some microcosmic level. And yeah, I have no doubt that this is supposed to tie back into Rebirth, and it is supposed to be Dr. Manhattan's hand. Yeah, yeah that has ruptured reality, basically. So, yeah, and, and they talk about how this wasn't kind of the only point. This was just like the, the instigating point. Yeah. So they, they're, I have a feeling at some point, I don't know if it's going to be this book or other books that those are going to have to be tracked down. Well, Ray stays back to, he does. Yeah. He, he stays there to kind of repair what the damage that was done. And, and I think probably figure out more about what, what's going on with yeah. it. So uh, my point being, this is not done and it will, I believe in some way tie into rebirth eventually. And because I, I read spoilers for yeah. this issue, Batman tells someone about the button in this one, right? Yeah. He, well, yeah. Basically he tells Ray and, and oh, I'm just looking at Jen's face, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, Yes, he does. He tells them about how he saw the same energy pattern in the button when he found it. That's that's what really, you know, kind of cements that it's Dr. Manhattan's hand. Yeah. All right. Nightwing, the new order, number three. Jin. <laughs> Damn it. Why did I have to finish <laughs> just in time? Phrasing. <laughs> uh, happy October. Um, happy end of October. Oh, sad. Mm-hmm. Um... You just read it. I know. I'm trying to sum it up in <laughs> one sentence, you dick. <laughs> so, Dick breaks bad trying to save Jake, and we get the return of some fucking awesomeness. Yes. All right. Uh, also, I probably should have hit you up by now for a cock fact. Oh, shit. Yeah, cock facts. Well, to be fair, I was reading. Yeah. So, what do we want first? Um, I have a few. Let me go with the less awesome. Yeah, go with the less awesome awesome for this one. So, there is a mountain in Antarctica that is the head of the Kolitz Glacier called Mount Cox. 
It's a whole mount of cocks. No. Um, <laughs> but it is named for E.L. Summers Cox, who was a banker in England. Um, so they named Did a mountain. Like finance the expedition. Sure, probably. Probably, yeah. probably. Um, they, they named a mountain after some guy who deals with money. Go figure. But, Not but, the guy but, who but, found it. But what you really want to stress is that in the world, there is a mountain of cocks. There's a mountain of cocks. <laughs> there is Cox Mountain. You right. can climb to... Mount Cox. You can climb to Cox Peak. <laughs> Indeed. You the, can get right to right the precipice. To the tip. <laughs> right to um, the tip, yes. I assume, by virtue of being a mountain in geography, it is also a snow cap. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? <laughs> well, it is okay. one of the many Cox glaciers, so there's that okay. too. Ah. Wonder Woman number 33. Uh, pulls the curtain back to let Grail catch us up on what she's been doing with Baby Dark Side. Which is just a oh. buck wild phrase. Oh my. <laughs> Baby Dark Side. <laughs> All I can think of is Scotty Young needs, should have been drawing this, right? <laughs> hey Brian. Yeah. The Shadow, number three. <sighs> the Shadow knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So our new character um, gets another story out of the shadow and meets his old compatriots. And we are set up for a launch into what may be a new chapter. Cool. Yeah. And just, just on a side note, this is the best shadow series I think I've ever read. So it is fantastic. Black Panther number 166 uh, gives us an issue from Claw's perspective and shows us what his motivations are and maybe the beginning of his plan. Black uh, Jean Grey number 8, Brian. Um, doo, 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 let's see, Jean Grey. Um, uh, Gene takes a trip into Emma Frost, takes a trip through Emma Frost's mind. And it's a cold, cold place. <laughs> Thanos number 12 uh, shows us the quickest solution for dealing with the Phoenix Force, I guess. All right. All right. All right. Last one, Brian. Mm hmm. X-Men Blue, number 14. The uh, Mojo Jojo Jojo Dojo. The Mojo Jojo Jojo Dojo, yes. Uh, yeah, it is. It, it, this is simply more X-Men in uh, Mojo TV land. Um, and at the end, they actually do get... Oh, they do find themselves in Mojo World, which is, yeah. And I don't know if I yeah, revealed maybe. this in the last uh, issue of this ongoing, but uh, Longshot's back. Oh. What are the odds of that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Dork. <laughs> there right. it is. You got it. Okay. Buckle up, team. You know what time it is? I know what time it is. <laughs> Second cockpack? Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So, in London, in the actual... City of London. As opposed to the fake city of London. Well, the one that, of... The one that they used to confuse French pilots? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's in... Well, okay. It's, it's in Smithfield. 
Anyway, there's this place called Cock Lane. So in the medieval, in in not like the not like the place where you go and eat medieval times, but in like the medieval <laughs> the medieval period. The the the, the place where you're. Oh, I don't know. You're not like. like never mind. What? Um, no, 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 no. Where you, where you no, get mediocre it. chicken and watch people hit people I'm, with sticks. I'm sure you could still do that. Actually, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Okay, it wasn't good. You guys. It wasn't worth saying. Um, anyway, there. It was premature. <laughs> it was premature calculation. Um, there was a there's there is a place called Cock Lane. It used to be called Cox Lane. And it is what you're thinking. Um, it was the site of legal brothels in London. And it's also where uh, a famous author, John Bunyan, who was the first bestseller. The first best-selling book was written by John Bunyan. He died on Cock Lane. It's, it's think, good that he could go out doing what he liked. Yeah, I think he went well. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Cock facts. All right. Da-da-da. Now do you know what time it is? Solicitations. Should all acquaintance no. be... It's 2018 now. That's right. It's solicitation lane. Yes. <laughs> Boo. We are coming to you from the future. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're no. actually coming to you from the past. Look, Cocktober is a month of strange time travel shenanigans. <laughs> that's that's true. true. That's right? very true. <laughs> yeah. 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 If we have proven if, nothing. Hey, hey, and if there was any time when we would be coming from another time, it would be Cocktober. <laughs> it, it definitely right? would be Cocktober, so, yeah. On. Yep. Huh. <laughs> Alex is reaching a, for a pun. Let's see what he comes up with. That would have been a very strange take on Final Crisis. <laughs> coming from the future. Yeah. Um... Chris. Solicitations. Brian. Yes, sir. Motherland, number one. Oh my god. Okay, this sounded like one of the most, the trippiest new books coming out. This is going to be a Cy Spurrier uh, with art by Rachel Scott. Um, this is a, a future where basically the reality TV that is like the hottest thing are these bounty hunters who go hunt down uh, superheroes. Okay. Yeah. I'm into this. See what I mean? Like, doesn't that sound like a crazy setup for a for a story? Yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, the 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 super super rocks current rock star bounty hunter goes out and ends up like somehow having to team up with the most legendary bounty hunter of all time, which happens to be their mother. So huh. yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah. Hmm. So like I said, and, and that and being by Cy Spurrier, I'm like, I am totally jazzed for this. Yeah. All right. That's by DC, by the way. Just, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Uh, Vertigo, really, though. That's a Vertigo. Oh, yeah, it, I, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Only technically DC. Yeah. Uh, coming from Black Mask. <laughs> and are you going to giggle whenever I say coming now? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is this Black Hammer? <laughs> Black Hammer's picking us up just fine. Don't worry. In my younger days. Oh, whoa. I was an admin on a popular Pokemon role-playing website. <laughs> Jen, now. Now is the time when you say it. Dork. <laughs> there you go. No, that one felt cheap. <laughs> yeah. How many Pokemon role-playing websites were you on, Jen? 
I want to talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> can you rule out that this one was not one of them? I can't, actually. I cannot do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe you who live in glass houses should not be the first to throw Pokeballs. I said Pokeballs. it felt cheap. <sighs> Dork. <laughs> um... The guy who owned and ran the site messaged me one day, and he says, uh, Alex, you live in Georgia, right? Yeah. Well, weird. Well, we have a... <laughs> we have front door, and... We, we have someone who has joined the site, but he's listed his hometown as coming, Georgia. <laughs> That's not a real place, right? I should just block him. <laughs> like, no, that's, that's a real place. place. <laughs> North of Atlanta. Even better, back then you should have known what their singles website was called. Yeah. It was comingsingles.com. Yeah. It's not anymore. I checked. <laughs> um, don't don't check. Well, well, or do. well you know what the you know do. what the really old joke in, in Georgia is, right? That they were going to rename Alpharetta to feeling good because it was so close to coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. This person wound up being the son of a famous <laughs> TV preacher. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. So giggle every time I say coming. I'm going to think of that every time you do. Comingsingles.com. Uh, an original graphic novel, just straight to graphic novel format for oh, Black Mask, called yeah. Eternal. Mm. Um, about Viking shield maidens protecting their town. Yeah, that's that sounds good. It sounds good. It looks very pretty. And I like this idea of Black Mask trying out just straight to OGNs. I do too. I, um, I, like, I like that. Thought. It's a little short. It's 64 pages, but it's also only 8 bucks. So yep. I, am, I am going to check this one out. I... I'm even more behind them if they're going to price them like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um... Well, and I don't think either of us put them on the list, but uh, Chapter House is trying to do their own sort of connected continuity, and their first batch of trades for that drops in January, and those are all priced at 10 bucks. Nice. So if you want some Captain Canuck-verse stuff. I do. Yeah. I do indeed want that, actually. Yeah. That's why I looked at you as I said it. You were an easy (laughs) mark. Damn it. Um... Also, I don't actually have your list for solicitation, so if I miss anything, feel free to uh, just throw throw stuff in okay. there. Okay. Well, I don't. How are how are I've, you? I've got some on here for that I know are, are going to be. Are up you here doing early. it alphabetical or by? Well, Brian lists his in the order of importance to him to talk about them. Okay. And I do mine by publisher, and then whatever order the publisher lists them. So no. Okay, mine is in boom. So my first one is in boom. Okay. Um, what so, is your first so no, one? You do you. I, I do me. I yeah. do me. What you got? Hit me with um, your best shot. Abbott. Hey, that was on my list too. Yay! <laughs> oh, right. um, this one it. looks great. First of all, it it's from the guy who write who is writing Black Bolt. Yes, Saladin you've said, Ahmed. You've said it's amazing. Oh, Black Bolt is one of my favorite. So books I'm intrigued here. because of that, and it's the artist from Beautiful Canvas, and mm. that shit is gorgeous. It is. I that I love that series. Yeah. Um. So this is about um. Uh. What is she? She's a tabloid reporter who is investigating a series of crimes that were com- that seem to be committed by occult forces. And we, we all know I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that angle a lot. Um, I think a lot of the books that I pick are pretty much the same fucking thing over and over again, it actually. Happens. But, yeah. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I know. I like what I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But this sounds real good. This sounds real good. Yep. Plus, right wing dicks have been shitty to him all week on Twitter because what he called the out. Fuck? He called out on the back of on the back of corn pops. <laughs> there's this image of a bunch of pops in a shopping mall, and they're all yellow like corn pops, except the janitor who is brown. <gasps> and all he did was he tweeted at Kellogg and said. Come on, guys. Not cool. Kids look at this. Yeah. And they said, oh, you're right. This is unacceptable. We're going to change it. And it became news and it got picked up on right-wing shit. Like, it even made the Daily Show. Like, Trevor Noah opened Thursday. fuck you guys. That is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, Like, how do you argue against that? Right. Like, I mean, go read the comments and you'll see it, but it's... (laughs) Sick. So stupid. People are so yeah. fucking stupid. I'm going to go on record as saying those people are the worst people. Uh-huh. And you can tell them I said that. Yeah. They are. I agree. Uh, but yeah, so... Yes. I, I just, yes. It's the most absurdest news story <laughs> of the week. Really Mob is. forms about men complaining about racism in Corn cereal pops. box art. <laughs> wow. Well, first of all, who the fuck at Kellogg did that in the first place? Like, <laughs> I mean, somebody just slipped it in. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Brian. Yes. Swamp Thing Winter Special Numero Uno. Holy shit. Okay, so this, yeah, Swamp Thing Winter Special. This is uh, by Tom King. Yep. Okay, so Mike, you, you've got three months, and at some point you'll probably listen to this episode, hopefully no. within the next three months, possibly. Nah. If so... Swamp Thing by Tom King. Oh, yeah. He knows. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's on my list, too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Um, Yeah. So this this is a – this is Tom King writing Swamp Thing. And what's not Mm -hmm. (laughs) sound amazing about that? Uh, It is a big one shot. Um, In addition, there is a backup story, uh, which is the last Swamp Thing story written by Lynn Wayne. Yeah. Which was actually originally supposed to be like part one of a six issue miniseries. Correct. It was originally supposed to be kick off a series. Aww. So that's going to be in here also. So, yeah. Like, how can you not get this? I've got one from Dark Horse. I believe this is one of the uh, Karen Berger books. Okay. Called Hungry Ghosts. <laughs> this is the Anthony Bourdain mm. book. Nice. Yay. Um,. It is based on a, like, you know, like, period party games. Like, in England, you had the Minister's Cat. Well, this is a Japanese Edo period party game that is based on, called Yakumonogatari Kaidankai. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll do I'll do every time my daughter speaks Japanese. Gesundheit. <laughs> I, I only paused because of the face Jin made. Well, I was trying to she process like, that. Quick turn. She like did a double take. Um, also known as the Game of a Hundred Candles. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, where storytellers take turns telling ghost stories, yeah. and these Very are cool. food themed ghost stories. Yay! Um, the first one involves pirates and <laughs> ghosts. Okay. Yeah. And food. Probably. Probably. I mean, they are hungry ghosts, so that's what the book's called. <laughs> and, and and phantom scurvy. So, oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Hey, did you have the paybacks on your list? Too? I didn't, no. 
Would you like me to tell you about it? I would. I really would. Yeah, tell Especially us. since tell you us, think Alex. it's something I would like. So it's written by Donny Cates. Oh, yep. I'm done. Yep. I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> Jen likes it already. That one, please. <laughs> and Elliot Rail with art by Jeff Shaw. So the 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 uh, God Sword thing. God Country team. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. I recently bought that. Yes. Um, about superheroes who borrow, borrow money to finance genetic enhance, enhancements so they can <laughs> fight supercomputers. Okay. Uh, I'm intrigued. Yep. All right. You know the only thing I'm a little worried? Like, Donnie, I love everything that I've read by you so far. Do not stretch yourself too thin. Well, this yeah. is a trade. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that's already done. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. In cool, fact, cool, cool, I'm not cool. sure not it's not it a, trade. a reprint. Okay. Oh, actually, it says right here, uh, uh, collects Paybacks Volume 1 from Dark Horse and Paybacks Volume 2 from Heavy Metal. Oh, okay, so. okay, okay, okay. Yay! Yep, gotcha. I think what's happening is now that he's getting Blowing a lot up. more attention, yeah. a lot of his stuff is coming back into yeah. print. Okay, and th- that's cool. I, yes. You know, I, I worry about uh, writers, and, and even more so artists, that get that way, yeah. and they start trying to spread themselves too thin, and yeah. Okay. Not everybody is Charles Soule. who is not a human being i'm convinced (laughs) i'm convinced he can't be he's got to be actually from whole world or something (laughs) that's that's a secret all right brian i'm gonna begrudgingly let you talk about this book even though i've mentioned it before i'm very excited about it i i Totally was going to let you. You know what? I, I, if you would like, I will yield the floor to you because I know how much you want. <laughs> well, he's to already talk about this. he's already I've, saying all of mine. I've mentioned so. it like six times already. So no, you you can. Brian, tell me about the Terrifics, a book about which I know nothing. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> um, it's by Jeff Lemire, which is by itself, right? That does you right there. Yes. Right? With uh, and who who does the art? You know this, don't you? Uh, it's, it's Ivan Rings. I know nothing about this yeah, book, Brian. Yeah, Tell yeah. me about this so, book. So, like, all of the really, the in uh, Secret Empire, all the cool Steve Flash, ba- uh-huh. kind of in that in that afterlife-ish type world. Yeah. So, it's uh, that's Ivan In the Rings. Vanishing Point. Yeah, in yeah. the Vanishing Point. That's Ivan. And so, this is going to be gorgeous. Yes. First of all. <laughs> um, uh, Jeff Parker is also involved with art on this one. I know he's done at least a lot of the character design work. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, this is um, this is uh, DC's answer to the Fantastic Four. Yeah, since since Marvel apparently decided they were not going, you know, maybe it turns out maybe they kind of are now. But <laughs> but DC was like, screw it, you know what? We'll take advantage about, of this. How about if we come out with something like a Fantastic Four? And it is literally it's Mister Terrific, Metamorpho. Plastic Man and Phantom Girl, <laughs> and they're looking for Tom Strong, who's gone missing. Yes, uh, yeah, and they're looking for Tom Strong. Which, which was it, you, Brian, who asked me how DC had rights to Tom Strong? It was yes. I found the answer. Did to this. you? Yes. Ooh, nice. And what is it? So Tom Strong, buckle up, kids, because <laughs> this because originally Tom, Tom Strong is an a... Alan Moore creation. Okay, right for America's Best Comics, right. America's Best Comics was an imprint, uh, was designed as an imprint of, Im- of not the image, I'm sorry, of, well, for Wildstorm, while Wildstorm still lived at Image. At Image, okay. For, he did it for Jim Lee. He created this uh... line under Jim Lee specifically at Image, back when Image had its own different departments under each of its co-creators. Yeah, did, so did it transfer with Wildstorm? It transferred with Wildstorm. Ah. What happened was 
uh, Moore wanted to create a line for the artists he liked working with to guarantee them ongoing work. And a number of these comics were in that. Uh, once League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was okay. one of them. Um, he had had a bad... He was tired of working with DC. He wanted nothing to do with them. So he went with Image and went with Lee. And then Lee sold <laughs> Wildstorm, Wildstorm to, to DC. DC. Yeah. Uh, and went to work at DC himself. And more went along with it under the condition that only that he'd only work with Lee. That he'd work directly for him. That gotcha. DC would not screw with his stuff. And then, case surprise, DC screwed with his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. I imagine. Wouldn't, they, they, I forget what the parody ad was. It was some kind of parody ad and a background shot of one book. And DC took offense to it and told him to change it. And Alan Moore pieced out. But all those properties... That he created for his artist friends, he left with them so they could continue working on the books. Okay. And that's how DC wound up with the America's Best stuff. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it's one of those cases of Alan Moore being like a cool dude to his friends, which is a thing he has a history of doing, but... Yeah, you can't look at my list to get a sense of time because I'm working from two No, I'm, I'm trying to okay. figure out if this is on there. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I wasn't doing that. Tell thing. me what it is. Sideways. Uh, sideways is on there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. Just making um, sure. Cool. It was on mine too. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. The comic book adaptation of that movie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but that would be yeah. a weird book. That would be a yeah. weird book. <laughs> anyway, uh, what we were talking, we were talking about terrifics. Terrifics. Yes. yes. Sorry. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't need to say... First of all, it's got Mr. A, a book with Mr. Terrific in it, which is going to be great. Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, you get Plastic Man with, with his just over-the-top humor. Yeah. And, yeah, the, this has to be a good book. Yeah. It has to be. Yes. Can't wait. There's no way it cannot be, unless it isn't. <laughs> but it probably will be. Yeah. yeah. I have high hopes. But it's Jeff Lem- I, I like, And it's a good writer, yeah. so... All right. Uh, Jen, do you want to tell me about Sideways since sure. you've got it in front of you? I'm going to read the solicitation to you. Okay. Um, it, it may sound familiar to some people. During it's about the, drinking, during right? the, No, no. Yeah, during no. the events of Dark Knight's Metal, high school junior Derek James accidentally fell through a magical portal uh, behind a Burger King and landed in the magical land of food. Wait, no, that's not it. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> fell through a rift into the dark matter dimension. That was it. Right, got it. Yeah. Got it. This is the Magic Tavern, but with superpowers, right? It better be. If it's not, I'm going to be the most upset. Um, um, because it's... <laughs> the, the fucking thing is worded like... Like, well... Uh, or, yeah, well, hello from the Magic Tavern. Yeah. I will say, when you put it that way, it makes me much more interested. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So this kid gets powers to open rifts, basically. Yeah. Um, he becomes vibe, basically. Yeah. Right, yeah. Or uh, uh, who's is it? Blink from the X. But she doesn't travel between worlds. She no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, not between worlds. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and who's the creative team on that one? Um, it's Dan Adio and Justin Jordan are writing, and then the art is Kenneth Roquefort. Cool. Oh, Roquefort does good stuff. Yeah. Okay. He's good at yeah. This layouts. is this and then uh, we'll, he's this, good at trippy layouts. This is cool. one of the new Exciting. spin out books from Dark from Metal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. is yeah. the Terrifics. Correct. Yeah. As and is there'll tri- all be and there's a couple more too. Yeah. They'll all be two ninety nine, 
the number one thralls will have like expand like vertical gatefold covers. If yeah. there isn't a talking badger in at least one of these dimensions that you can go to, <laughs> we're gonna have problems. They're going to make it like, you know, a talking hedgehog or something. No. No. A talking koala? They probably can't use his name, but that's fine. Chunts up with that. (laughs) I know. Um, You didn't take the bait on the talking koala, and I'm a little surprised. I don't. Okay. I I cannot be baited. Which which you know. I'm very good at it. I am at the top of my class. No, no, no. I am a doctor of baiting. Okay, good. (laughs) It is. Cool. One might say a master. No, no, no. Once upon a time, perhaps. Is the talking is the talking koala a um, is is that the lead henchman for Koala Commando? (laughs) Koala Commando. Y'all. Okay, we should pick up the pace. Yeah, Brian, <laughs> tell me about the further adventures of Nick Wilson. First off, tell me, were there prior adventures of Nick Wilson I <laughs> should be aware of? I don't believe there were, okay. which is kind of the point of this. Okay, they're just adorable. Um, yeah, so this is the story about a, there, and there, you'll, you'll see why it's called this in a minute. Uh, a, there was a, a young guy in his 20s who had superpowers. Right, and lost them. So literally, he went from like you know being in the front of every paper and like the hero of everybody to like as they describe it, a night show punchline. Right, because he no longer has his power, and he (laughs) is just way down. This is a decade later, so he's now like in his early thirties, and. Uh, just, yeah, trying to figure out who he is. He's got an extra, he's got an extra 20 pounds and all that. And it's him trying to figure out what he's going to do with his life now. <laughs> like, so it's like, it's how we all feel. We all feel like we were superheroes in our early yes. 20s. And now we're going, what the fuck am I doing? That's kind of the point. Yes. And I can't <laughs> wait to read that. It's sounds- the, the, it, it, like what's going to happen that the further adventures of. <laughs> I yes. think I'm a little too connected to it right now. <laughs> I'm going to have to wait a few years to read that one. <laughs> there you go. Do you have another one queued up? Uh, I can tell you about one if you don't. I, I, you go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. So this is another Dark Horse book. Um, I am not familiar with the creative team. It's written by Damon Gentry, drawn by Troy Nixie. Uh, colorist is Dave McKegg, whose name I do recognize. But this is a four-issue miniseries. Oh, snap. And I'm going to back into the hook on this one. <laughs> Happy October. Backing into Wait, a hook what? is a little dangerous there, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did that when I was in Florida. <laughs> a couple times. Yeah, but then started talking about the clock and the crocodile, and it got weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, You want to keep going tick, talk, tick, talk the entire time. It's true. Sex with Captain Hook's probably really weird, right? And, like, too painful? That Unless he doesn't... Unless he takes the hook off. The worst part is when he makes you throw, like, a... Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm into this. I was going to say the worst part is when he makes you crow like a rooster. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm going to yuck that yum. Uh, No, sir. This book <laughs> is called Vinegar Teeth. Gross. Okay. I know, yeah. but God. it's about this schmuck cop. Okay. Mediocre human. Good cop. 
Uh, his town, his city, Brick City, is under siege. And he has to find a new partner mm. to get mm-hmm. to the bottom of things like Cub Scouts robbing banks. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> uh, his partner is a tentacled extra-dimensional being. Ooh. The tagline for this is Lovecraft meets Lethal Weapon. I like it. I think there's been a lot of this lately. Um, like, a lot of this announced lately since Bright, the the movie on Netflix... Like, was announced, there's been a lot more. Yeah. Or at least I've noticed it a lot more. Um, I think attention's being drawn. Right. To, yeah. And they mentioned, they mentioned in the civilization for this one that it is kind of a multi-genre thing. It's a little horror, a little humor, a little crime, a little sci-fi. Nice. A little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Oh. A little column A, a little cool. column B. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Not those last two things. But, so yeah, buddy comedy Cthulhu cop book. I'm excited. Yep. I want this. Yeah, this sounded very much like a gin book. Yes. Yes, yes. All right, Brian. Mm-hmm. Tell me about a book that I really don't understand why is on your list because we talked about number one when it came out and you're talking about the last four issues of a five-issue miniseries. <laughs> but tell me about The Return of Jean Grey. <laughs> I, 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 this is super. I just basically wanted to mention that, that, that this is a weekly thing that's going to happen and they're going to they're gonna push through this whole thing and finish it that next okay. in January. So, yeah, it's not a... Although it's five issues, it's not five months, so... Yeah. Good job, Marvel. Yay! All right. They learned. That's why. Okay, cool. Uh, Let's see, we talked about that one, we talked about that one. I'm running one list in one hand, one list in the other. Dark Knights Rising, The Wild Hunt, which is solicited as being written by Scott Snyder, James Tynan IV, and Joshua Williams, and that is a lie. Oh. Uh, Or at least incomplete. It is also being worked on... By one Mr. Grant Morrison. Oh, nice. And I don't know if this is an official announcement or just like a because Sandman's been running around, they, Scott Snyder's been talking to this person, but he did mention in a tweet that he's getting to work with Grant and Neil. Hmm. And unless it's coincidence, like, at some point Snyder's been having conversations with Neil Gaiman about the stuff that's going on in Metal 2, I guess. I mean, one yeah. one would think, yeah. Um, but this is the Dark Knights traveling through the multiverse, doing their thing. <laughs> it also tells you where the Metal Men are. And who the latest addition to the team is. Which is, if there's an Inth Metal Man, that would be <laughs> interesting. Batmanium. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dark Knights, Wild Hunt. Brian. Yeah. Tell me about the Detective Comics Annual. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, it's annual. First of all, I, it's doing, I believe this is kind of going to be a one-shot, so it's yeah. not. Bull- it's a Clayface But issue. the cool thing is, yeah, it's Clayface, and it's his Sweet. It's his now current origin, yeah. you know, you know, canon origin, which I, I can't get enough Clayface because mm-hmm. de- he's awesome in Detective. So, I, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's why this is on the list. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they have resolicited Batman and the Signal, which we've talked about before, but yeah. it's going to actually start in January now, right. and it's going to be a three-issue <laughs> miniseries. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. That's another one of the, the metal spin-outs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's no real change to that. That's just nope, it's wh- not. Wh- yeah. when it is now. Yeah. The Deathstroke Annual, Brian. Oh, so this is another one. This is the wrap-up of the whole Defiance storyline that's been going through... Uh, Deathstroke. So, the beginning of a new yeah, chapter. Which is, which is Deathstroke's life. I mean, Defiance has been so good, so 
don't my point is don't miss this because it's an annual uh it sounds like this is this is the one you're going to need to finish that story up yep yeah uh finally at long last the day that two-thirds of us have waited for arrives exit stage left the snagglepuss chronicles oh, yeah nope nope Mm-mm. oh yeah that's not jen is it nope 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 <laughs> Which we've talked about plenty yeah. before, but is Snagglepuss in the 50s as a gay playwright dealing with the House Un-American Affairs Committee. Yeah. Uh, I mean, relevant to my interest, but I did not like the backup. <laughs> that's cool. Different strokes. I, I, I found it entertaining, so I'll... I, it was not like, oh my god, i got to have this. Like, right. I know Alex is, but uh-huh. I'm like, it was entertaining. <laughs> I, I, I want to read it. Uh, Brian. Yeah. The Flash Annual. You know, yeah, this is the third annual. That's, that's on my that list too. Oh, hey Jen, the no, no, Flash yeah. Annual. Nope, it's I, Jen's. No, it's all Jen's. God dang it! Okay, um, it's cool. all for you. <laughs> so, I don't. I haven't been reading Titans, so I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, uh, I don't. I don't short know. Short version. If, I don't know if someone's back or not. No nope. short okay. version. Is... Well, they are in the annual. Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and she knows, I. So she knows what's going on. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't care. Like I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want it. I didn't want to read it. I don't want to read no more Flash. I was done because that art. I just couldn't. I brought you back in for one more. Heist. But when I was reading the solicitation, it had my favorite Flash character in it, and I was like, God dang it! God dang it! Wait, uh, paper cuts back? No, no, that's your favorite. No. <laughs> no. Right. Now, now, you do like paper cut, though. I do. I okay. do like paper cut okay. a lot. Good. It's awesome. Yes. Um, no, my absolute favorite Wally West Flash person. I know who it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Magenta. Some good, good Magenta. Frankie Kane. I am so excited to see, because... Um, she has not been around in a minute. No, you know, not a hot bl- minute. Blue's best friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Cobalt Blue is in this too? <laughs> that, I would read the fuck out of that. Yes. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. 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 <laughs> hmm. Now I need a buddy comic with Cobalt Blue and Magenta. That's some crazy right there. That is some serious crazy. But yeah, so I'm really excited to see some more Frankie Kane handled correctly. Throwing shade at you, Flash TV show. It's it's the Speed Force Joker and Harley. (laughs) Yeah, well, except she will kill him. Yeah, right. Yes, (laughs) she will rip him apart. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. So excited. So excited. If you don't know anything about Magenta, get it. Well, and apparently this is going to set up, <laughs> this is Josh, it's starting to set up where Flash, the whole yes. Flash, all Still of the the Flash's trajectory. Going for him. <laughs> there you go, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, a quick note, mm-hmm. uh, Aquaman, I think 33 is what, uh, 32 is what solicited in January, 31 is in December though, and we've talked about Stepan Shakes only doing one arc, and then another artist is taking over. But I figured out who this artist is, or more importantly, I think since that was announced, we had an issue with interiors for DC, and I realized, okay, maybe maybe there's no need to worry. Uh, Ricardo Federici nice. is the artist taking over. 
Uh, he's the artist who drew the Murder Machine one shot, which was a very pretty book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, if, that painted. I love that. Yeah. yeah, and you can go online and find like his pencils for things are because I mean, he's a painted artist, but he has really detailed pencils that he works from, mm-hmm. and they are like some crazy Bernie Wrightson level detail. It's nice. nuts. Nice. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I will be sad to see Stavon go, but yeah. yeah. Happy to, happy to get yeah. this. I just so. have to pick up his creator own stuff. It's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and that's why <laughs> that's why he's leaving in part is to go to work on Mercy. So. Nice. Very good. Um, anyway, any, any worries I had about his leaving I think are assuaged because they're sticking to this kind of detailed, painted, art first take, mm-hmm. it seems like. And that's that's been the thing that's done the book good. It is. So. It has a lot. Uh, Raven, Daughter of Darkness, number one. The follow-up to that Raven book. That it, that's exactly what this is. This is Marv Wolfman again. So he, they apparently they they were happy enough with the results from that that they gave him another little. This is going to be another limited Mini series. series yeah. yeah, and uh, you know I love reading about Raven, so cool. that's why I saw this. Yeah, this one sounded good. Yeah, yeah. I need to pick. Has the trade for that first one come out yet? Mm, I think it did. I should pick that up. Uh, to the Googles. Brian, yeah, X Men Gold Annual Number One. <laughs> this is on for one reason. This is basically the Excalibur reunion, is what oh, this nice. annual is. Yeah, yep. it's the 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 Braddocks. There's news from them, and Shadowcat has her costume on. And, yeah, so it's yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. That's basically this is a an Excalibur reunion comic is what they're gonna make this into. Yeah, cool. Which is great. <laughs> uh, you got anything in front of you? Nope. Okay. James Bond, The Body, number one, from Dynamite. Uh, we've talked about some other James Bond stuff before. Mm-hmm. This one's being written by Alish Cott, who wrote one of my favorite books of all time, Secret Avengers, mm-hmm. volume three. Uh, and the way this is set up, and this is... This is also, you know, how the first volume of Mockingbird was set up. So, okay. But uh, the setup is Bond is undergoing a post-mission medical examination. And he's telling the story of what happened as they're like, okay, now how did you get this injury? How did you get that injury? Sort of going through that way to tell Mm -hmm. the thing. Um, I'm hoping it will keep that kind of funny tone that the Warren Ellis Bond books had. And that I know Cut can do. Um... But I'm I'm excited for that. Old Man Hawkeye number one. Yeah. Jen's shaking her head no, so Brian. What? Okay. Oh, it's not on my list, but I am oh. gonna get it. Okay. Like I like I'm gonna get yeah. it. Yeah. So this is set in the same world as uh Old Man Old Logan. Old Man Logan. It is a prequel. It is yeah, so it's t- takes place uh, I think like five years before yes. Old Man Logan. And Old Man Logan is something that is on my list to to must read. And I thought this would be a good chance to kind of get into that world a little bit as well. Read Old Man Logan first. Okay. Should I? I would. I mean, this is a prequel. Um, it's going to assume... I don't know that I would... You wouldn't read the Mark Miller Old Man Logan first? I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to. Okay. Um, It'll help you know the world better, but I don't think you have to. Because it is... That is... That would make me very... It's going to make me very mad already. <laughs> you do you I believe in reading the things watching things Chrono- in, the, in order the order they, they come out. out yeah 
Because I assume I always assume that some that some amount of prequel is fan service. Yeah, but mm. that's me being perpetually cynical about yeah. prequels. Yeah. So. But yeah, but I'm I'm interested to, I'm interested to read this story yeah. and, and get into that. So yeah. yeah, that's why it's on the list. And this is a twelve issue <laughs> What's series. That? Hawkeye is dealing with the effects of aging and oncoming glaucoma. Sign me up. That's on <laughs> brand for Brian. <laughs> Are you sure you're... Maybe I relate a little I, too are much. Are you sure you don't need to distance yourself from it for a few years? Wait, that's not going to make it any better. <laughs> <Nope>. Shit. <laughs> Maybe I'm starting to relate a little too well. That's the problem, yes. All right. I'm taking this next one. Yeah, of although you can, you're welcome yeah, to no, weigh go in. Go for it. Uh, Avengers 675 through 678 mm-hmm. is the first month of a four-month weekly Avengers yeah. book. Which I'm very excited for for a couple of reasons. One is, it is not just a new title being added on top of stuff. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's as though they've said, well, let's do a crossover between Avengers and U.S. Avengers and Uncanny Avengers. Mm -hmm. But rather than bouncing it from book to book, they've just put it in one book in one office. They sat down a year ago. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Wade and Jim Zub and uh, Al Ewing. And started plotting it out with their editor. They've already worked out who's doing what. Like, one of them, the one who's better at dialogue has taken dialogue. The one who does high-concept plotting has done the plotting. Mm-hmm. The one who does... This is like, like an all-star They're, they're playing book, it to man. all their strengths. Yeah, this right? is the all-star team right yeah. here, yeah. Um, and they, you can go on Twitter and find in the last couple of weeks where they've talked about how each of them has brought different things to the table. Each of them talks about, you know, I'm not good at these things, but like Al Ewing is great at these super high concept, crazy things, but making them very accessible, which is a thing he is in fact very good at. So I'm excited for this. Each month they're going to have an artist drawn. Like they've worked, we've been working so far ahead of time. Each month has its own artist. So you'll get four issues from one artist in January, four issues from the next in February. Yeah. The first one is, I guess, Pepe Larraz. Yeah. And these, these issues will take the place of the other books. So now I did have one question. Do we, and maybe we, the answer is we don't know yet. Are those books coming back after? Or my understanding is this a, this is the, one of the questions that'll be answered in this story. My understanding is Avengers obviously will keep going because it's Avengers. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to have fallout of this. Uh, well, I, I mean, believe it, it, it's the book that's right. carrying the numbering on. Yeah, I believe yeah. U.S. Avengers is ending leading up to this. Okay. I have to assume from and like reading solicitations, you can see it's been building toward this end that it's coming to anyway. Mm-hmm. From solicitations for Uncanny Avengers, I can't imagine that it would not continue. Because like they've just started being bringing new characters onto the team, they've just started building new plot lines going forward. So I think it's probably going to be affected by this, but okay. continue past it would okay. be would be my guess. Right. So and, and, two and, and, will continue. It, it, one will one will probably not. Yeah. It, it makes me. I, my thought was, you know, maybe it actually ends up spinning into a different new book. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what carries on the uncanny. Yeah. Right. But regardless, regardless, so this is going to end up being like six seventy five to six ninety four. Yeah, something. it's going to yeah. take us close to yeah. seven hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Brian, mm-hmm. what is the chilling adventures of sorcery? Um, okay, so this is an Archie comics book, and basically, it is Sabrina 
acting almost like Kane in a, in a House of Mystery style book, where they are gathering all of the some of the best horror stories from the Archie comics universe. Yeah, yeah in a trade, and that just sounds really cool. I'm hope and it's very possible. I don't know. Maybe like Jughead the Hunger, the original one shot would be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going to be in this. Yeah, but. And either any of the way, like every Archie horror stuff I've read, I've liked. So I'm excited about this. All right. Nice. Yeah. What you got next, Jim? Um, I have one that is probably going to make me have nightmares because uh, I'm already freaked out by this thing. Uh, it's an image book. Ice oh, cream. I had man this on the list. Number one. Ice cream. Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm terrified of ice cream trucks. I don't know if anybody knows this, but <laughs> well, they are scary. A, a fear um, reinforced and more and more. Yeah. In, in all fairness, like like should, ice cream clicks should be driven by clowns. Am I right? No. Like, like, shut up. That, no. Like, that, that's two horrible things. That's why they fit together and they're both scary uh, to you. Hey, well, they don't have me, clowns on them, so that fucks with me. Remind me to show you something after we finish. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> anyway, this is like it's told as a series of one shots. I guess it's like from stop to stop on the ice cream yeah. man's route, which bleh. um but it, you don't you don't know. You don't know. The point is that you don't know if this man is a friend, a foe, a god, or a demon. I don't like it, but I'm going to read it. And the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah the answer is yes. Things, the answer is right? yeah. yes. Um, if he starts stealing and eating children, I'm putting it down, though. <laughs> like I'm putting... <laughs> Where do you think the ice cream comes from? <laughs> yeah, it says here, chocolate, vanilla, existential horror, drug addiction, musical fantasy. There's a flavor for everyone's misery. Yeah. <laughs> They're and not this wrong. One is it mine. is musical <laughs> fantasy. Musical fantasy is the right choice. <laughs> this, this one is the flavor of my horror. This Sorry. one. Sorry, Jen, for yelling into the mic. I know you're going to have to it's, edit, it's edit it. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. That, that definitely um, clips on there. I'm sorry did. for that. It did. It's fine. Um, people, he apologizes to you because I'm not editing that out. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really terrified by this. Yeah. I'm really terrified. Yeah, this one on the list, I mean, it sounded cool to me. An anthology horror is, there are two ways to do horror. You read it in trades yeah. or you anthologize it. Right, exactly. Make it tight and clean. Um, mm-hmm. If anybody gets this book before I do and you uh, find something in there that will really freak me out, don't send me a picture, but tell me. Like, tell me, don't get that book. So when, when this book comes out, it will be my job to read yeah, it Yeah, you have to open it and look at it. You have so to look if, the whole if thing. there were the scenario that I described yes, earlier. Yes, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that not one. reading that. I'm not reading that. I'm cool. I'm not reading that. Well, on the other end of the spectrum, Star Wars Adventures: mm. Forces of Destiny, which is spinning out of Star Wars Adventures as kind of the same thing. It's going to be random, like one-off tales of different characters, but this book has a consistent creative team. Elsa Chartier and Pierre Cullinane. Elsa Chartier drawing Star Wars characters. Come on. She did the backup in Star Wars Adventures yeah. number two, and it was the of the four parts that I got in one. And like I, I read the first issues just so I could read hers. Um, it was the best. Uh, I am very excited for this, and the timing is such. If you say you have kids and you take them to see the Last Jedi, and maybe some of the Extended universe stuff is a little complicated or whatever. Um, you could hand them a very beautiful comic book that I have no doubt will be well written and, and very kid friendly. Yeah. And well, yeah, like the Star Wars Adventures line, right? Was that's what I'm saying. 
and is focused on women in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. So like if you if you are the the heartwarming tale of oh my daughter saw Ray and loved Ray and is into Star Wars now, like this book they, they mention Leia, they mention Ray, Padme, Ashoka, Hera, and a couple of characters from the Last Jedi who uh, they expect people to be fond of. Yeah. So cool. Uh, that will be a good good book. I I, I'm, I'm missing Ahsoka, so yeah, I'm, I might have to pick that one up. Mm-hmm. Uh. Dissonance number one. This one almost made my list. Did it? Yeah. You didn't. You, you... I'm probably. I'm probably still going to get it. <laughs> so this is an alternate world where hu- there are basically there's human spirit hybrids. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that they like bonded called phantasmin. And yeah, there's two. <laughs> right. I know. And there's. Um... That's why it almost made my list. <laughs> just just that word. I was like, yes, you get me. <laughs> there's two siblings who basically take alternate worldviews. And, you know, that sounds like a good premise and a good setup. So I added it to my list because I didn't want to read about it. <laughs> the classic Cain and Abel story. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. There's a reason, though, it's that, because it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. And that is why it almost made my list. Right. Because I was like, I've read this, but also I read the same thing over and over yeah. again. And it's got Phantasmin. <laughs> Phantasmin. <laughs> I liked it. Cool. Uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking. <laughs> this is not new. This is actually like a reprint deluxe edition of a thing that came out years ago about... A cowboy ninja viking who's tasked with tracking down triplet personality assassins. <laughs> it just kept spiraling. <laughs> oh. um, but I thought I, you were going to say zomb- zombie zombie vampire werewolves. That's a possibility. <laughs> but I mention it uh, much for the same reason I imagine that it is being reprinted. Because there is a cowboy ninja viking movie in production starring chris pratt as (laughs) as the cowboy ninja viking so yes three fantasies in one jen Mm. (laughs) no that's mm, mm, mm. (laughs) gross Uh (laughs) uh-huh Hey Brian. Yes. In case anybody wanted that audio, Brian. At the risk going, of you, mm, mm, mm. there you go. Hey Brian. Yes. At the risk of you continuing your Carter Hall impersonation. <laughs> Deja Thoris number zero. Oh, wow. Oh my. Um. <laughs> yeah. This is. Um, oh, good lord. Um. This is going to be a uh, a book by Amy Chu, and this is a prequel that's going to be, uh, uh, it, it, well, it, it's basically, it's a prequel to Edda Rice Burroughs, A Princess of Mars. So it is her kind of getting, a sta- it's kind of her backstory, so to speak. And that sounds really, really cool. So I want to read it. Cool. Yeah. And that is, uh, I'm trying to remember, that's Dynamite, I believe. Dynamite. Yeah, it is. It's Dynamite. All right. Um, I am just down the rabbit hole with these lists at this point. Yeah. Uh, that was Deja Thoris. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. A book I knew would show up on oh, your yeah, list, you so I didn't it put it on mine. Yeah. Because I teased you with it a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
Who does Marvel have sitting in a tree? K I S S I N G. Who else? Rogan Gambit. <laughs> Imagine numbers one to five. Yeah, so this is a five issue limited run. Yeah, which is another thing that's very appealing to me. <laughs> that, that it it's ends. a limited number. Right? <laughs> this thing yes. ends. It's a story and it ends. I love that. Yep. Um, but that yeah, is, that is the best. You know, I, I old huge X Men fan can't wait to see what they do with these two characters and where they set them up to going forward. That's it. Yep. Uh, Hey, Jen, you already talked about Sideways, right? I did. I did do that thing. Yeah. That's that's Foom. Yeah. (laughs) Foon? Foon. Sorry. Not not Foom. Foom is a different thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's uh, onomatopoeias. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We talked about that in the signal. I'm catching up to myself here. Yay. Um, Brian. Uh Uh-huh. Project Superpowers Hero Killers. Yeah, there's, and I'll actually, you know what, I can just, if you want, I can just go ahead and do all four of these. There's, there were the four trades that I had noted to remind users of things that we read or things that we are reading yeah. that are coming go out. For it. Um, Project Superpower Hero Killers. So this is, uh, Project Superpowers is, uh, has had a couple of different runs, but this was the, uh, this is the sidekicks killing off their mentors <laughs> which is just fun it, it it was a super super fun read and in trade i bet it's even better so i wanted to write that one uh jen i know mm-hmm. i've been waiting i told you i was getting this when it came out mm-hmm. so i'm gonna mark it now crosswinds yeah yeah get yeah, it this is this the is uh, that's on my list too. yeah good, this is good, the good. assassin housewife swap yes yeah it's good and listening to you describe it, like cemented that I no, got to. I it's got badass. To For the sake of clarity, when Brian says assassin housewife swap, he does not mean like <laughs> wife swap. It, he means like this is Friday. not on TBS. Yes. Um, <laughs> no. Although I would actually watch that, but uh, not on TBS. Not no. no. Showtime maybe. Maybe. I'm maybe. Netflix. Yeah. 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 Something where if if the uh, if the assassin shoots somebody. The producers and the PAs and everybody are not going to go running out of the room screaming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. That one. Yeah. That one. Okay. Yeah. Um, Get that book. Uh, Scales and Scoundrels yes. Volume 1. Yes. Also. Also yes. on my list. Yeah. Yes. Which is interesting. Like, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen it turn around this fast. Number five comes out in January. Mm-hmm. And the trade for one to five also comes out in January. Image does this sometimes. God, that, I mean, that's all. First it's of all, it's good. great. Yeah. It's but, so good. But yeah, this this we're all enjoying this, so we mm-hmm. highly recommend that you pick up the trade if you Indeed. have not read it when it comes out. I uh, will. And then the last one is a, is books that Alex and I love. Hey Adam, this answers your question from a couple of weeks ago. It's out in January. January. Uh, the the DC meets Looney Tunes. Nice trade. Sweet. Which has uh, all those wonderful, wonderful ones that we love: the Taz, Wonder Woman, and the Martian Manhunter. Uh, Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yeah. uh, Marvel uh, the Martian. Martian, right? Yeah, yeah. Wiley all, Coyote Lobo and, and the Legion of Superheroes Bugs, which I I loved that one. That yeah. was oh, God, that was fantastic. But all of these were they were, they were all fun reads. So grab the trade if you if you did not pick up the individuals. Cool. Yeah. You got anything else, Jen? I don't think so. I all think right. those are all the ones that I have. That's it for me. I've got one more book and then a couple of trades. Sweet. Rise of the Black Panther, number one of six. Cool. Uh, I've got on for a little while now. How about my, my favorite comics journalist got hired up by Marvel to write something? Uh, Evan Narciss. This is it. Mm. This is that Yay. book. Mm. It is being described as Black Panther year one. Uh, he's been tweeting out line work from it. Uh, things like, 
T'Challa choking out Steve Rogers, telling him he'd been warned not to set foot in his country. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, the art looks fantastic. It's Paul Renaud. He, uh, Narciss has been working with ta Coates to make sure it lines up with what's going on in all the other Black Panther books. Uh, and it'll be out just in time to kind of scratch that itch leading up to the Black Panther movie. Yeah, nice. this this might be something I pick up as yeah. a, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a tight six issue. That And that, yeah, that's yeah. a big part of why. Um, yeah, Black Panther Year One is basically what it is. Black Panther, or I'm sorry, Rise of the Black Panther right, is the right. title. Uh, and then it's trades. So, Killer Be Killed Volume 3. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Curse Words Volume 2. Yep, mm-hmm. get that. Uh, Wayward Volume 5, which is mostly on her, because I don't think I've ever talked about Wayward on the show. I've written about it two or three times now for clearing the backlog. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Jim Zub, who's good, on good Glitter Avengers. Bomb. Yep, oh, yeah. Glitter Bomb is going to be working on the Avengers, Avengers crossover. Super crossover, yep. yeah. Um, it is set in Japan about this girl named Rory Lane, who is half Japanese, half Irish, who has... These superpowers that turns out to be... She's one of a bunch of kids who have them, and they are basically new gods emerging in Japan. And it's funny and well-written and has this, like, anime style to it. It's like a PG version of Persona, almost, in in vibe. Like, it's got these super dark Japanese demons, and they're in a (laughs) high school setting, and... Dealing with relationship drama, and it's it's a very good, very fun read. I like this book a lot. Cool. So it's very Japanese. Yes. Okay. Um, and finally, a book I know that the perfect person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A book that uh, it's just beautiful. The art must be beautiful. Finally, a book that I I I I can't not mention. <laughs> Volume two of the Unstoppable Wasp. Oh yeah. If you have not read it, buy the trade. Buy it, buy it, buy it. I want more of this book. If you have read it, buy the trade. Okay. Yeah. You twisted my arm, Brian. (laughs) Because it is, first of all, it's that damn good that you should own every version of it that that exists. (laughs) And also because you really need to support it so we can get more. Yes. So, uh, volume two is out then. I love the way that the writer credit is in the solicitation. Jeremy Whitley with Stanley. Because they're reprinting the first Wasp appearance. Um, So, yes. Solicitations. Hit me with a cock fact. Oh, God. (laughs) Right upside the head. That's going to leave a mark. Um, (laughs) There is this place in Reykjavik, Iceland, called the Icelandic Philological Museum. And if you're thinking... (laughs) That's a... Little October Carol there little, for you. Little October Carol. Um, <laughs> if you're thinking... Um, it warms the cockles. <laughs> why? Because they could. Pretty much. Um, this place has... Let me see. So many dicks. specimens belonging to 17 different kinds of whale. Yes! On brand! Yep. <laughs> yes. One specimen taken from a rogue polar bear. <laughs> now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Jody LaHip and Sebastian Gurner, are you listening? Rogue polar bear? A rogue? Wait a minute. Shirtless bear fighter, too. How do you rogue punish a rogue bears. polar bear? You take his penis. That is the worst way. Yeah. You take his penis 
and his flapjacks. And put it on display. <laughs> that's what they did. They put it on display. Exactly. That's, that's savage. That's savage. What do you have to do to be a non-rogue? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, they all seem pretty fucking rogue to me. <laughs> they have 36 specimens belonging to seven different seven different kinds of seal and walrus. Oof. And 115 specimens originating from 20 different kinds of land mammal. All in all, a total of 209 specimens belonging to 46 different kinds of mammal, including humans. How many? <laughs> Have a baculum. I knew that was coming. I um, knew that was coming. A lot. How many bacula does the Phallological Museum possess? A lot. It's a lot. Okay. The answer to that is a lot. Um, that's a lot. And I don't know if we ever settled it definitively on air, but elk do not have bacula. We did that research off air, I think. Right. Yeah, we did that research while eating while I was eating a venison burger. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> or was it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. Awkward, but yeah, you can you can buy things from their store. You, you can you can get little penis samples if you want. Penis. Um, l- little penis. <laughs> little penis. Little penis. Um, yeah, they have they have coins with penis on them. Penis. Shot pennies. glasses with penis on them. Yes, peeny pennies. <laughs> peeny pennies. I like it. So go get a peeny penny. I guess. Sure. Awesome. I'm excited. Cool. Long box book report. It's, it's the, the long, long box book report. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> you, you fucking beat me to it. That's not cool. So, I got the giant sized spectacular swamp thing. Um, too bad it wasn't man thing. By Alan Moore and John Totalbin. And this one was actually from October in 1986. Nice. Nice. Yep, noise, noise. The only thing better would have been had it been 69. That's true. That's true. That would have been so nice. October of 69. <laughs> right. You know, the, that legendary year of October. <laughs> <laughs> well. Putting well. the wood in Woodstock. That's right. Um, so, in this one, it, you... You always, like, whenever you see Batman and Swamp Thing, you think it's going to be, like, some kind of awesome, cool team-up. But then this shows the root of their fucking problems right here. <laughs> I see what you did. Root. Uh-huh. I didn't even mean to. Cool. Um, <laughs> basically, Abby is imprisoned in Gotham. And he, he done said nah. So he turned Gotham into this big, swampy, marshy jungly place by the way i'm gonna tell you right now adam is very excited listening to this part of the show okay. adam is very into this arc it's good it's really yeah. good um it was okay the best butts <laughs> are the jughead showed up no wait that's a new <laughs> i would read that book no well um, there's a reason i say that <laughs> oh snap there is a part in here where i swear swamp things man thing is in it's drawn in like it is drawn in swamp things thing he got snidered again huh yeah yeah like come on todd mcfarlane erase your pencils better um i gotta show you i gotta show you like i gotta show you it's there but the best butts in the whole book are hey he dresses left (laughs) 
I think he dresses just straight like down. Spider-Man. Um, hey, Mc, maybe do all McFarlane characters dress left? Maybe. Um, oh, yeah. You know what that means, Oh, oh right? that's there. That's a, that's a big old green cock. You know what um, that means. Jolly green giant, indeed. <laughs> if all of McFarlane's characters dress <laughs> green left. Green giant. Yeah, McFarlane. Oh, wait, it did. <laughs> well, you said it. <laughs> McFarlane was, probably dresses left. So yeah. Well, Arthur, say right, because he's probably looking in the mirror. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Mm, uh, I don't want to think about this anymore. So, <laughs> so Batman pretty much has to battle that big giant green penis. Um, and he loses. He stalks the night. He, <laughs> he loses pretty hard. <laughs> um, and the stalk stalks him. <laughs> and then you get a big old swamp thing kaiju <laughs> skeleton guy thingy monster. Oh, yeah. It's swamp Groot. Swamp Groot, yes. Swamp Groot. <laughs> big old Swamp Groot. Um, it, it was really good. I, it wasn't bad. I've read it before. Um no good butts, really. Other than Swamp Thing. Kill us, Timber. And then Lex fucking kills him in the end. <laughs> <laughs> like, kills Swamp Thing dead. Kills him dead. Oh. Yep, locks right. him in his in his weird little body thing and kills him dead. I forget whether this is before or after Swamp Thing turns blue and lives on the moon. I don't know. Adam's yelling at his radio right now. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Because we had this conversation like two weeks ago. I you remember. mean when he met, when he Doctor Manhattan's? Yeah, <laughs> plays chess with himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good. Cool. I mm-hmm. like it. I recommend it. Actually, um, go find it if you can. What it's number was that? This one was number fifty-three. Was not a number one. That's for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. me. Hi, how are you? Yeah. There's like a five-volume set of Alan Moore Swamp thing. Yep. It's easy. All right. Who's it's who? It's easy finding green. Who's who? Uh. You're one, Brian. Alex is two. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Every time. I always roll you. Even when I make you one. Yes. I'm so happy now. <sighs> you know, talk you, about some fucking rock. I was oh. going to say, you, you, you talked about Swamp Thing's uh, 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 member. You know what else is hard? Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, rocks. Stuff and things and such. Um... My sister made me this beautiful, beautiful necklace. My sister being the owner and proprietor of Rock Hounds and Relics Trading Co. in Lima Street, Ackworth. Um, She made me this beautiful necklace that is made of uh, freshwater pearls, colored freshwater pearls, and a a tree, like a tree of life, with a little bird hanging from it. Let the record reflect that I am behaving very hard at this point. Good, good sir. Um, As you talk about this necklace made of pearls yep, in Cocktober. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, a pearl necklace in Cocktober. I didn't think about that, actually. Gross. Thanks. You talk about rocks, jerk. But it is beautiful. And I'll post pictures if anybody wants me to. Um, Just, you know, tweet at me or something. Um, But I love it. And she has others that she's made that are like that. Um, She has so many cool things that are... That are made of all these cool natural things, and she has crystals, and I'm really losing momentum here. That now that you've come go back and distracted rocks. me, yeah, go buy rocks, go buy rocks, go buy beads, go buy beads. She has irradiated beads. Go buy those; those are fun. You won't get cancer from them. They're not. No. They're not that irradiated. They're not that irradiated. <laughs> right? They're not that irradiated. Um, yeah. They're just the right amount. They are. They are. Okay, those are areolas. Just enough to. Oh, <laughs> you don't say, sir. Go, go to Rock Hounds and Relics Trading Co. 
in Ackworth, Georgia, on Lemon Street. Go do that thing. Yes. Tell her I sent you. Maybe maybe she'll be happy that you came and that I sent people to her and she'll give you a percentage off. I don't know. Don't ask her about that. I'll tell her to. How about that? Yeah. Hey, Alex, what'd you, what, what'd you get for the long box? Ted McKeever's Metropole. Number one. Oh, it's a number one. one. How about that? <laughs> okay, March of 1991. Ooh. From Epic Comics. Epic. So Marvel. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And immediately boobs. Uh, not a lot of them, but where they're there, they are not entirely covered. Hence where the, they're there, hence, they are bare? Hence the reason it's epic and not like, Marvel. <laughs> a quarter of the way bare? Like there's areola, no nipple? Yeah. It's a bustier situation. I'm going to have to see this thing. Let me find it again. <laughs> no butts to speak of in here. Yeah, this would be why it's epic and not Marvel. Right. Okay, come on, people. <laughs> Just show the whole fucking nipple at that point. Hashtag free the nipple. Yep. <laughs> In Soviet Russia, nipple frees you. Indeed. Well, I mean, I think it does everywhere, honestly. Mm, probably. <laughs> if not, it should. Indeed. Right? Indeed, it should. Uh, so all right. Looks, I think, that looks like it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think that's it, guys. We actually made it through everything. Yes, we survived. That was a lot. Survived to podcast on the radio. That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> October, the month of two-hour-long episodes. Indeed. We wanted to, you know, really hey, fill well, October. Was, we wanted to finish big in October. That's right. <laughs> yep. Our theme music is the Spontaneous Elk Reunion by The Fish Who Saved the Planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. Mm-hmm. Or on our website at panelologypodcast.com. Or on Geek Taco's website at geektaco.com. Yeah. Indeed. We are now their uh, resident comics podcast. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. So you can Very go cool. there, and or if you already go there, you can click on Panelology Podcast at the top left. And see a list of our episodes. And click a button to... be transported to our website to listen to the episode. Right. And they have some really good... Uh, um, articles going on right now. Yeah. Uh, one on The Walking Dead and one on the Stranger Things game. Nice. Cool. Yep. Yes. Alex, you know what, though? As this is the last episode we will have in October, you know what I'd really like? Uh, some <laughs> October traditional Apple podcast ratings and reviews? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if you've already done that, then the traditional uh, pod knife rating and review? Mm-hmm. Mm, That's yes. exactly right. Yeah. It's kind of like a dessert. Yes. After, right, yeah. A little True. digestive. Perfect, yeah. yeah. And you know what? And to and to ease you into that, Jen, can we have one more cock fact? Oh damn it, I closed out my cock facts. Did Come you? on, Brian. <laughs> Brian's I, I, like power a, mad over. That's here. how I wanted to I just wanted to finish with one last final cocktail but, fact. But my but my cock museum cock fact was supposed to be my last oh, one. Okay, well then. Oh no, oh no, we're Googling cock facts right now. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> I thought you still had one more. No, no, no. Well, (laughs) this is why we don't let Brian run the show. Yeah, damn it, Brian. No. See what happens when we go a month without bullying him? He gets a big head. A big head like a strangely shaped cock. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh oh. Uh -oh. We have ghost Uh voices. All right. Um, shit. Hold on. 
the world's, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> the world's largest penis is 13 and a half inches. Human penis. Oh, yeah. The well, world's largest human penis. Correct. And it is a man who proudly posts his name on the internet, Jonah Falcon of New York. <laughs> Whoa. Love, it's a guy from New York Whoa. that has the world's largest penis. No shit, he posts. Whoa, sir. <laughs> it's, it's something to do with the water up there. You really can't agree with <laughs> It's the water. Jesus. That is no thank you, sir. No thank you. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs>